This is the heavy metal rebel Frankie Kazarian, member of SoCal Uncensored, SCU, and you are listening to Pain, and this is the worst podcast I've ever been on. What is going on guys? My name is Austin and welcome to Pinned, a pro wrestling podcast and joined with me as always is my co-host Chad. Chad, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. You know, we are of course in the illustrious and more media studio and we've got two very special guests today. Absolutely. Um, Austin, I'll let, I, I'll let you introduce our special guest since this is this is mainly yours and Sydney's big, you know, big get. Yes, know? absolutely. So joined with us today, we have the man who runs the day-to-day operations of American Rebel Cigar. We got Aaron here joining us on a Skype call, and as well as that, we've got one third of the one of the best factions in all of pro wrestling, SCU. We've got the, the one, CU. the only Frankie Kazarian here with us. How you guys doing? I'm doing great. Doing good. What's going on, guys? Ah, uh, you know, it's going really good. Um, I just want to say, you know, uh, it's really cool that we got Frankie Kazarian on. Uh, because, um, and I doubt, I doubt you remember this, uh, Frankie, but I actually, um, interviewed you, um, and all of SCU at StarCast. It was like the first night you guys were doing a meet and greet and I walked up and I interviewed you guys and you guys gave me like five, six minutes of just gold. Um, but I walked away and realized none of it recorded. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a, uh... It's great to blunder. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I wasted six months of breath. That's precious oxygen. I'll never get back. But uh, I'm more sorry that. Uh, yeah, I'm I know. And that, I forgot. Uh, recording, man. That sucks. Oh, no, that's good, man. Um, I forgot which way. It was either you or Sydney, Austin. It was me. Who was yeah. like, you should go back up and ask them. And I was like, uh, no. That's not what I'm going to do. Sid was the one who was like, yeah, you should try again. It's fine. Oh, hi, yeah. SCU. Hi, SCU. Uh, can I do that all again? <laughs> No, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us. And obviously, you guys are here because you have guys got your very, very, very highly anticipated American Rebel cigars that you guys have been promoting. You guys promoted the hell of that during StarCast, which obviously, Frankie, you are partnered with the one and only NWA world champion Cody Rhodes for this giant, just huge thing that you guys are putting together. So um, I guess the main question I want to ask uh, for Frankie was, uh, how exactly did this uh, whole idea of American Rebel Cigars come about? Did, were you approached of it? Did you guys did you come up with the idea, or did Aaron did? How did it come about? Well, basically, Cody and I, um, uh, ever since he joined Ring of Honor, you know, we kind of became fast fast friends. Had a lot of things in common, a lot of mutual friends, and one of those things was uh, our love of uh, fine cigars. Uh, in addition to a lot of other things. And over the last, I don't know, year, year and a half or so, we had just kind of been tossing said, like, you know, we need, to, we need to come out with our own cigar because Cody, of course, has his own wine out. And, and you know, we'd known that other celebrities and various uh, high-profile people have had their own cigars out. And it was kind of a sudden passing. And earlier this year, just kind of uh, that conversation sort of picked up and we kind of, we're just going back and forth about, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And one day we kind of just put it out there to the universe. And what I mean by that is put it out there to social media. And uh, several people contacted us, but the one that stuck out was Aaron. So I, uh, I reached out to him and him and I started a dialogue and I realized very quickly that uh, not only was he very, very knowledgeable about 
cigars and the industry and what goes into the bells and whistles of anything related with tobacco. But uh, he also was very passionate about it and uh, knew immediately that was going to be our guy. And we got in touch. Uh, we were able to meet in person, and the rest, they say, as of right now, is history. Uh, Aaron, as a, as the wrestling fan that you are, um, I mean, how 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 bad how badly did you mark out when Frankie and Cody approached you about uh, partnering up? Well, I appreciated the conversation. I, I appreciated that. It was a really cool moment to go uh, backstage and have that conversation. Uh, it was kind of, it was pretty cool for me uh, when we were sitting while they were setting up the show for Ring of Honor in Baltimore. Uh, that we met at was watching the guys set up in the ring and all that other stuff. So that, that was really cool. But I mean, the coolest part for me is my number one passion other than my wife and wife is, is cigars. And, uh, you know, I am a big wrestling fan and have been for many years, but it, it's really cool to merge the two and really find the kindred spirit with the passion for cigars, uh, that Frankie and Cody both, both have with me. So it's, it's, it's a joy to do all the, uh, there's a lot that goes into uh, building a cigar brand, building a cigar company. I mean, the work that went into going uh, to having it at StarCast was, was insane, and the work to get this brand out, uh, which we teased the pre-sale uh, on Twitter a few days ago, that we're going to have one at the end of the month, so it's, it's getting to be that time. But, you know, that's, that's the fun part is the shared passion. It makes doing all the hard work uh, a, a lot easier. So it's, uh, it's been fun. Oh, I can imagine, absolutely. Um, that was a cool moment, certainly, to see, you know, to see all the hard work, mostly on Aaron's end, come come through, and there actually be a finished product, and all of us held in our hand, and we're able to smoke and enjoy together, albeit for a, a short amount of time. That was that was cool, just to see something, something that was just kind of on paper and a possibility become reality. Now, in terms of the actual creation of the cigar, uh, what exactly were you guys going for? What was your goal when coming up with the idea of the brand and what you wanted the cigars to be like? Did you guys have like a specific taste that you guys wanted to go for? What was the overall goal with the with the cigar brand? I'll let, I'll let Aaron handle this, but uh, one of the first conversations I had with Aaron is, uh, you know, we discussed kind of, you know, what I like in a cigar and, you know, didn't get too specific, but... We were both on the same page, and Cody uh, shares this feeling as well, is we didn't want to just put our name on a random cigar and roll it out there and just, you know, kind of just put a label on something and didn't really care what what it, uh, the quality of it. Uh, and Aaron 100% agreed with that, so, you know, we, we knew what we wanted. Uh, we knew uh, the kind of cigar we wanted to get out there to the people, and... Uh, and uh, Aaron basically handled that because of his ties to the industry and because he's so knowledgeable. So I let him kind of finish up that that uh, answer. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, it was it was important to me to, to to find the quality cigar. We talked about it being maybe a, a medium body cigar, which it was, uh, because we didn't want it. Uh, we didn't want anybody because we we realized that a lot of people would be smoking their first cigar on this uh, release and subsequent releases. So we didn't want to have anything that would anybody make anybody green around the gills. Uh, so I, you know, I went through and talked to a bunch of different companies, um, and I found uh, I actually found a, uh, a cigar uh, based out of Chicago, which is what we had there, and that really was Starcast exclusive because you can't get it anywhere else. Uh, that fit the profile we were looking for, and uh, it really, you know, it was really our cigar. Um, 
because you know some other pri- you know and they call this the private label thing sometimes with like little with celebrities they'll slap Arnold Schwarzenegger slap his name on a macanudo or something like that and uh, but you know you can buy the same macanudo in the stores and that kind of, that's not uh, it's not a shot but that's we we wanted to make this just a little more special and uh, so yeah and we got to support a local uh, Chicago business by doing it and it turned out to be a great stick and you know we're never we're never gonna do. Uh, anything, any cigar, any release that we won't smoke ourselves and enjoy it. Uh, my problem is I went, I went through them too quickly when I got home. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally on my, I'm literally on my last one as uh, I'm sitting here uh, talking to you. Yeah, um, you mentioned that you know you said that uh, the cigar at Starcast would be you know a lot of people's first cigars, and I actually um, can attest to that because Sid went to the. Uh, the meet and greet where you guys all smoke cigars and she didn't smoke the cigar, but she gave it to me. And when I got back to my house, um, I actually smoked the cigar and it was my first cigar that I, you know, ever partook in. And, um, I can, I can definitely say that. I mean, you, 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 uh, it was a very good, I mean, I I have nothing to really compare it to, but, uh, I, I was a very, you, having it, it was the, it was the perfect length. Cause like you said, I didn't feel like I was going to like, you know, I didn't feel like I was going to die afterwards. It was a very good cigar. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good plug. It didn't yes. make me feel like I wanted to die. Yeah, that's awesome. We're, well, that's that's a treat. I've had the, the privilege in my many years of smoking cigars to introduce people to their first one. And uh, one thing I pride myself on is it's never the uh, uh, it's it's never the last one that they do. They always enjoy it, so that's good. No, it's, 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 it, it probably won't be. In fact, um, so I was going to, my, my follow-up to that was going to be, um, to people listening, you know, where would they be able to track down these wonderful cigars at? Well, uh, when we announce our pre-sale, which will be any day, uh, and I would say pay close attention to Frankie's and Cody's Twitter, uh, it will be uh, exclusively at first out of AmericanRebelCigars.com. Uh, the longer we go through this process, they'll start appearing in stores. But our but these but these first five thousand are gonna, are going to be ninety five percent of them will be online. And of course, when we when we start doing events, you will be able to get them there too. That's great. And in terms of the American Rebel brand, because now that you guys have decided to go down the path of cigars, uh, Frankie, is there anything that you and Cody uh, would like to do more so with the American Rebel brand in terms of other products or possibly uh, doing matches as American Rebel? Is there anything that you and Cody look to, get, look to do as American Rebel? Funny you should ask. Um, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I guess the list the entrepreneur mentality is go big or go home, so... Uh, you know, and we're never ever satisfied, uh, which I think is a good thing in business. But, you know, the first initial idea was, hey, we want our own cigar, we want a quality cigar, we want to partner with the right people. So now that all that has happened, and we had a very successful launch at StarCast, uh, Aaron and myself in particular have had numerous conversations about perhaps taking the American Rebel brand and uh, in addition to cigars, going bigger, going, um, putting uh, putting that American Rebel brand on other things in the cigar industry and perhaps outside of it. And those are certainly conversations we still have almost on a daily basis and certainly things that we are um, absolutely looking into. And it's more probable that the American Rebel brand will be uh, reaching outside just cigars, 
But uh, as of right now, I mean, our focus is, is uh, of course, on this upcoming release. That's the most important thing it's on our daily to-do list. And uh, getting out this first batch and, and getting uh, the word out to, I mean, you know, professional wrestling fans and folks that support Cody and I, and Aaron, for that matter, have been very cool and very responsive. And, you know, so we're going to get it out to them, but we want to get it out to actual these cigar aficionados, the people that enjoy it get smoked because this is just that. It's a good smoke, so we're really working on that and just getting the brand out there. So uh, to uh, to answer your question in a very long-winded response, yes, <laughs> we are looking to branch out. I- I'm just saying I'd buy an American Rebel bass guitar, Frankie. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that may be a while. That may be I'll take it down the line a little bit. Uh, that's certainly more of Frankie's realm of expertise than me. Man, I mean, I'm already. This is already much of a mind trip. Blending cigars and pro wrestling. If I if I know how to blend cigars, music, and pro wrestling, just it's, it would just be one warped ball of everything that would <laughs> makes me who I am. And, uh, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I or the world is ready for that. But, uh, it's kind of like the Jericho cruise. We're, we're certainly, you know, we're certainly. Uh, just in the very, very early stages of thinking about branding and other things. And, and you know, again, just like the cigar itself, it has to be things that we all like, enjoy, and that first and foremost are of a certain quality. All right, yeah, I, I think that's that's exciting stuff. Now, obviously, in the in this in this Skype call, too, I don't want her to make sure that, she, that she's forgotten. I don't want her to think that. We have uh, Sydney in this call as well, and I know that Sydney had a very specific question for Frankie that she wanted to uh, ask you. So, Sid, do you want to ask? Cool. I saw, I saw death before dishonor. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I feel like a million bucks. I'm just, you know, I just... I'm assuming you're asking about the gaping wound in my head that is currently at the <laughs> Possibly. Super glue. Um, yes, that yeah. is it. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I had my bell rung a little bit. I had, a, I had Mark Briscoe throw, throw a 93-mile-an-hour uh, uh, fastball at my head with a chair, uh, and it got me, cut me open, busted me open, um, you know, in, in a line of work I do that's not uncommon. Um, uh, it happens. Luckily enough for me, we had friends from out of town that were uh, that were there to show, and my one pal that was there was actually an ER doctor. So after the show, him and I went to um, funny story. We went to Walgreens to try to find the derma bond, the pharmaceutical grade glue that is used for wounds, and we couldn't find any. So I suggested super glue, and he said he'd heard of that. And I said it was you know that's an old school wrestling thing, and I wanted this wound closed up and I didn't want to go sit in the ER and get staples because I've done that before and it takes forever and I don't like getting an $800 bill for one staple in my head so so there we were in my hotel room and uh, you know try to risk it among the pain and uh, pulled my head together glued it together and here I am so it's a good thing I have a skull so you know it's question for things like this but I'm okay but thank you for asking I appreciate your concern uh, and while we're on, while we're on the subject of, uh, oh, I was gonna say I was gonna give you guys a day. Frankie doesn't even know this, but uh, about twelve years ago, um, they they had a wrestling school at the church I was going to in New York. Uh, Bobby Rydell and Demolition Blast uh, ran it, and so I actually I actually trained that for uh, there for six months. And moments why uh, like uh, Frankie endured on. Uh, 
Friday night or exactly why I don't don't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so er- earlier this week, uh, you know, they by uh, the new Ring of Honor show, Glory by Honor, um, it got announced that you know SoCal Uncensored is taking on Bullet Club for the uh, World Six Man Championships, and um, it's not really a question, but I just wanted to say, uh, Frankie, I'm super pumped for that match, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, oh, that was it. Hey man, uh, anytime you know we have the honor and the privilege, get in there. Young Bucks, Adam, Marty, Cody. It's uh, A, going to be a very entertaining match. B, going to be a very fun match. And C, going to be a very physically intense match. And uh, this uh, this will be the first time since Cody and I have actually been business partners that we will be on opposing sides in a wrestling match. And uh, I'm going to assume you keep it professional. I mean, you know, neither of us are are, um, opposed to underhanded tactics, but I think we're going to approach it like like the businessman that we are and uh you know and uh kind of put everything aside for the sake of the match and uh cause it might not be the last time we're in there together but you know business is business and and what happens in a wrestling ring usually stays there so it's gonna be cool it's gonna be a different dynamic though that's for certain and win lose or draw after the match you are going to enjoy a wonderful american rebel cigar <laughs> Absolutely. Hands down, man. Hands down. <laughs> now, speaking of you working with Cody and the uh, Young Bucks and Bullet Club in general, um, when we were at All In for the Woodstock of Professional Wrestling, uh, you and Scorpio Sky had one of the opening matches against the Briscoes. And I have to say, when you guys came out uh, in front of that sold-out crowd at the Sears Center, that crowd erupted, and it was one of the loud- loudest pops of the entire night. So... I just want to know, how did it feel walking out in front of that crowd for such a huge event like All In? Uh, uh, it was it was great, man. It was, um, you know, we had the benefit of being in the first match on the show, and that crowd was so energetic, not only just at All In, but just all weekend, every day, starting from Thursday when I got there, Thursday afternoon. Uh, everyone there was just so excited, and there was this buzzing there, and everyone was just really pumped to just celebrate professional wrestling the way the way we love it and uh going out there with that crowd just ready to rock was something i won't soon forget uh very 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 happy to be on that stage and uh i've said it in, in the past after starcast and all in happened being asked about it so that probably is my best moment as a pro wrestler that whole weekend and going out there and hearing that reaction uh was just like I said, something I won't ever forget, and uh, I don't know if that can be replicated, but yeah, one of the uh, one of, one of my finest finest memories of uh, being a professional wrestler. Twenty years now. Yeah, you know, it's got to be it's got to be just you know awe inspiring, for lack of a better word, to just to just know that like you know you along with the rest of SoCal Uncensored and the rest of Bullet Club um, really were like you know the, the 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 people like the muscle behind like that weekend like you know Cody and the Young Bucks they promoted it um, it was synonymous with Bullet Club but like the other matches you know ev- like involved you and Christopher and Scorpio and you know Christopher Daniels fought Stephen Amell and you guys you know as people who were at Starcast weekend you guys were constantly around like always popping into events um so it's got to be it's got to be um incredible to just you know be one of the people who are just you know a part of like the the tide that's changing with independent wrestling yeah i mean it was cool we were you know we were we were 
privy to information about All In for months that nobody knew about because we are, you know, we have a we have a pretty tight relationship with all those guys involved, and uh, to see all that hard work, to see what it actually became was was something very very special. And like you said, for me, it was in addition to just the match and the show, which was the best wrestling show I've ever been a part of. There was Starcast Weekend, which started off for me at playing in a jam session with Papa Buck, which is cool. Which, which, is another, which, which I was there at, I saw. <laughs> and, then, right, and then, of course, the uh, launch of the American Rebel Cigar and the smoke event that we had on Sunday, it was uh, it was, it was very special for me, too, um, uh, for a different reason. But, yeah, it, it was just cool. It was just it just, uh, just a real cool time to be to be in the industry and real quick time to be outside of, um, you know, the, the very, very great and huge bubble of WWE and to know that there are fans that, uh, want that alternative and that, uh, are, are just yearning for something different. Absolutely. And speaking of the, uh, Papa Buck jam session, um, not until that moment did I have any clue that you had relation with music and that you played bass guitar and as a man and as a man who plays acoustic guitar and is just in love with music i just have to say it was it was very awesome to know that you had such a connection with music and that you played a bass guitar at papa bunk's jam session i, I remember showing up late sitting down and being like holy shit that's frankie Kazarian. it was a huge what? moment yeah it was it was incredible so i'm just curious as to like what got you into playing music? Because as a as a fellow music guy, I'm I'm very interested to know how you got into it. Well, uh, again, another one of my huge passions is music. Growing up, it always has been, and it's always I've always kind of swayed towards the towards certainly towards the rock and roll side when I was a kid, and I was raised on stuff like the Stones and the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix and Frank Zappa and uh, a lot of like old school outlaw country and stuff like that. And as I got a little bit older, I really got into Guns N' Roses, they were kind of my gateway band into heavy metal, which is kind of what I listen to now. And Metallica being my favorite band, and Sabbath and Priest and Slayer and Maiden and Megadeth, and the list goes on and on and on. And so when I was about 19 years old, I picked up my first bass guitar, which was a gift from my grandfather. It was his bass guitar. And I taught myself. I learned how to play myself, and I played for years. And, uh, you know, kind of slowed down when wrestling got real busy for me. I always played, but I kind of slowed down a little bit. But in the last couple of years, I formed my band Vex Temper. That wrote my uh, The Addiction, Get Addicted to Chris Music. And I've joined another band called Gutter Candy. And most recently, I have uh, I wrote the new SCU theme song. Me and my uh, guitarist from Vex Temper, Jake, we went in the studio. And I wrote a song I had in mind. I wrote the, the lyrics and the uh, music and the melody. And... We put it down, and then um, Scorpio Sky and Christopher Daniels came out here, and we actually recorded it. So it's us singing slash rapping, very Beastie Boys-esque in that song, and that is now our entrance song, and people have really, really responded positively to that. So I've kind of blended those two worlds of wrestling and music, and you know, music's something I'm always gonna do if I'm playing in two bands like I am now, or if I'm just at home jamming by myself. It's always something that I'm uh, very interested in, and uh, you know, music kind of fuels my day. But whether it's in the gym or just chilling out at night, smoking an American Rebel cigar and listening to tunes on my stereo, it's, it's um, something that's very important to me. That just sounds like a perfect day. Just all <laughs> that, really, all really that does, combined is but... just like perfect. Uh, so you know, if uh, if you know if if Fozzie ever needs a bass guitar, uh, fill in. You know, would, would that would that be something you'd do? <laughs> 
you know, I'm, I'm uh, now that Papa Buck got got booked on the Chris Jericho cruise, I'm um, I've been asked to fill in on bass guitar, so I'm going to bring my bass guitar, I believe, on that cruise. So uh, the bass guitarist in Jericho's band right now is an outstanding uh, musician, but um, I'm happy to. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to fill in anytime I need to be, you know, I, uh, I, I, I maybe just learn a couple songs just in case, but, uh, uh, you know, right now my obligation is to pop a buck. I'll learn, I'll learn some more, uh, ETE songs and learn what I need to learn and, uh, and, uh, you know, be ready for anything on this cruise. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be a madhouse. Oh, for sure. That's going to be crazy. Uh, I think that might have just uh, bought my cabin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're already sold just by that. Yeah. Um, now, me and my, me and Sydney are obviously, you mentioned BTE. We are huge fans of everything that BTE offers with your guys' appearances. I personally was in love with your recreation of Rocky 3. That, as a huge Rocky fan, that made me smile, especially you coming out to the Rocky attire. But I know Sydney has a certain question for you in terms of, your appearance on BTE. So, Sid, do you want to ask that right now? Okay. So, I totally understand if you, like, can't say or something. But for so long, I have thought that you are one of the hands. Can you confirm or deny if you're one of the hands? And if we need to cut this out, I'm totally fine having them cut it out. I just want to know... It's just something I want to know. Let me tell you about the hands. Um, the hands belong to two gentlemen, and I use that term loosely, named Arthur and Trevor. And if you watch the latest BTE, those two sons of bitches interrupted SCU trying to enjoy a couple double-doubles in and out of here in Southern California. Um, I absolutely am not one of the hands. Those guys are complete pricks. Uh, they're very weird. They walk around, I've seen them, they walk around, they claim to be record executives, they claim to be doctors, uh, they've claimed to be personal trainers, apparently they got jobs in and out, they've claimed that they're just fans, they've claimed that they're massage therapists, I think they're a couple of creeps and a couple of jerks, I don't know where they come from, but they always seem to be around, uh, they're very surly, uh, two of the most unpleasant people you're going to want to meet, uh, I hope the general public never gets to meet them because they're, they're really just a... Uh, just the lowest common denominator of people. Um, so I am not one of the hands, uh, contrary to what people want to believe. Those hands are attached to two very, very bad uh, and surly and salty human beings. And um, like I said, I just hope that uh, you, the viewing public of BTE, never have to see the uh, bodies that those hands are attached to because those two dudes are no good. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing Marty Scrow broke their fingers then. Needless to say, they're not allowed to smoke an American Rebel cigar because the only people we like are. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gift those two cooks a couple of my fine cigars. Those are these are these are. Uh, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee for classy folks, not for jerks like that. I guarantee you, they wouldn't even be able to handle an American Rebel cigar. No, 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 no. Nobody loves them. Those ugly mitts won't come anywhere near something so <laughs> prestigious. <laughs> now, I actually have a real quick question for Aaron too, because this is um, as a as a fan yourself, um, getting involved uh, with pro wrestling this way through the business of cigars with Frankie and Cody. Um, 
uh, I'm sh- I'd assume would be a, a huge deal for you. Um, is there anything else in in terms of like the world of pro wrestling that you would like to get involved with um, in terms of uh, branding and doing other sort of things like that? Or is your is your main focus just with Cody and Frankie? I mean, my loyalty to yeah, dance with the run uh, the people who brought you. So no, I'm not planning on doing anything else. Now, you know, if there's anybody who wants to come to us as a group and they want to figure out potentially some years down the road how they can have a sub-branded American Rebel cigar or a sub-branded American Rebel, whatever else we come up with, then sure, but now, I'm, uh, they, they, they took a chance on me on this, and, and uh, it's paying off, so now that, uh, I'm not interested in, in anything else. This is fun. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good thing now, to hear for sure. Yeah, I mean, yes, sir. Let me, uh, go ahead, let me follow up on that. Also, dealing with myself and Cody, the way he has to is pretty much a uh, full-time job as it is. <laughs> and uh, that's just dealing with our personality types and trying to get a hold of us a lot of times. And the work that goes into this, uh, uh, behind the scenes, people just don't know. I mean, this guy's, this guy's busting his ass literally 24-7. I mean, this is the type of, this is the type of thing that, you know, you never really stop uh, working. You're always doing something and he's putting in the work. So uh, I don't think time would allow you know, he's not trying to track down Cody or trying to get an answer from me or get something accomplished. I don't think time would allow it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't think my wife would let me... Uh, <laughs> this is just a kind of like, funny thing, is, but I don't think my wife would let me uh, add any more people to text at, you know, midnight uh, Eastern <laughs> time. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I, you know, I'll, I'll give you a bucket list thing at some point, you know. Not, not, uh, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to, like, you know, hand Frankie or Cody a cigar or something on camera at some point, but that's about the biggest thing I'd, I'd, look, I'd look to do and, 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 and anything else other than what I normally do. But, yeah, that would just be fun for me. All right. So... I mean, I can you tell know, you right now. I mean, I know, I know, we got to get Bernard the business bear elected to the Senate at some point, but that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know how that whole thing's going down. I'm, <laughs> I'd have to ask Cody about that because that that whole thing kind of just confuses me a little bit. No, I mean, like, I think, I think that's that. I think that right there is a good place to wrap it up, though. Like, thank you guys so much for the time that you've uh, given us and for giving us, uh, for using us as a platform to promote American Rebel Cigars, which everybody can go ahead and support when pre-orders start rolling out. Um, me personally, I want to just personally um, really thank Frankie, you, and all the members of SCU for everything that you guys did during All In Weekend. You guys really helped make it an unforgettable weekend for me, Chad, and for Cindy especially. Um, you guys have been incredibly kind to her too because she's going through college and stuff like that and really struggling. You guys have always been extremely kind to her on, on social media, so I just want to personally thank you so much for the kindness that you've shown all of us and all the wrestling fans that you showed uh, during All In Weekend because we you truly made... You guys, Cody, the Bucks, the entirety of Bullet Club, everybody that was at that event made that entire weekend something that we will never forget so i just wanted to personally thank you so much for what you guys did well i appreciate that um you know and we're all speaking for all of us myself scorp and cd we understand that without you guys there is no us and you know we do this for you we do this to 
entertain you and uh, to hear that you guys are enjoying what we're doing so much is uh, music to our ears. Uh, we never get tired of hearing that and uh, I try to treat each and every fan with dignity, class, and respect because um, if you're spending your hard-earned money to see an idiot like me fall down for a little bit, then I cannot thank you enough. And uh, you guys are giving us this platform. You know, I do a lot of podcasts and interviews, but I don't get a chance to talk about the cigars uh, at length like I do and have Aaron on to really um, dot the I's across the T's. And it's really cool. We're going to be making some pretty big announcements. I, yeah, I think we're I think yeah. we're still here. It's just it's 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 Skype's dying on us a little bit. Yeah, Skype so. Skype's dying. We didn't actually get that last uh, couple things. If you want to plug yourself again, real quick. I just said if you want to follow us all on our social media platforms and uh, most importantly, follow uh, check out AmericanRebelCigars.com and a lot of a uh, lot of important announcements coming up soon. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so Frankie. much. <laughs> and also thank you as well to Aaron for joining us. Uh, do you want to plug anything, Aaron, while you're here? Uh, the biggest thing is just AmericanRebelCigars.com, AmericanRebelCigars.com. Check out social media, and of course, go to Pro Wrestling Tees to buy our T-shirts. We are uh, we we are looking at a couple new designs on the T-shirt for, for uh, you know a couple months from now. But uh, yeah, check out AmericanRebelCigars.com. Smoke them if you got them. Appreciate being on the show. Well, we appreciate you guys so much for joining us, and thank you for dealing with us through Skype's bullshit. It's, <laughs> it, it's always a problem, but you know what? We we really appreciate you guys. Obviously, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are Pinned Podcast on Twitter. I personally am SZoomer4 on Twitter, and we have Chad. I am at the Chad 100 And we have Sydney here at SAZoomer4. But all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank yeah, you thank guys, guys, guys so much. Thank everybody for listening. Yep. All right. Well, guys, well, thank you so much for joining in on this special episode. We will catch you guys next time.